Uh, before we get into the show, I would just like to let you know that if you are looking at getting some uh, some of the current life debt merchandise, you wanna you might wanna uh, hurry up because as of 14th of February, all of the current life debt merch on redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash life debt podcast will be removed. I'm getting rid of it and uh, some brand new stuff will be coming uh, in late February. Um, I've teamed up with a with an artist who will be uh, designing some new stuff. Um, but the first thing to come out will be the current Life Debt Podcast logo, um, which uh, is beautiful, beautiful stuff. Um, but there will be more information on that in the coming weeks. So, yes, if you want any of the current stuff, head on over to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash Life Debt Podcast and pick up what you want. Cool. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Life Here Podcast. I am your host, Johnny Orm. And today we're going to talk about a good lot of Star Wars stuff. But first, let's talk about the business. You can join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash LifeDebtBlogPod. You can follow me on Twitter at BloodyOrm, B-L-O-O-D-Y-O-R-M-E. You can find us on Tumblr, uh, mystarslifedebt.tumblr.com. If you would like to contribute to the upkeep of the blog and the podcast, then you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash mystarslifedebt. There's a couple of tiers for you to choose from and some excellent perks at each level. And if you would like to get your words read on the show or hear yourself on the show, please send me emails and voicemails to... Uh, life debt podcast at outlook.com and that's it for the business so let's get on with the show so i finished uh star wars galaxy's edge black spire uh yesterday and um really enjoyed it by uh, delilah s dawson um really enjoyed it um it was a tough read though um, but I'll go into that shortly. I'm going to kind of like just brain fart on it for a bit. Um, so essentially, this is a sequel to uh, Delilah S. Dawson's um, previous book in the Star Wars canon, which is Phasma. Uh, and it follows the continuing adventures of Vi Maradi um, after her escape from. Uh, the First Order clutches and taking Cardinal, Captain Cardinal with her um, after his fight with Phasma. So, it kind of takes place, so, the, um, so, it starts out on Dakar after the Starkiller incident, then the evacuation, and then a Battle of Crate, and then after that, we get 
the bulk of the um, story where Vi is sent to a she's sent to, on a mission to find like somewhere obscure, set up a resistance base, set up a stronghold and let Leia know which she does she goes to Black Spire problems um, occur uh, she, she goes with Archex who um, now I would part of me wondered if this was I, I, I there's part of me that kind of thought did they need to tell us at first that Archex was Captain Cardinal but I guess they did because she's seen him without his helmet on and she would have recognised him so I do kind of think though that I would have I think it would have been a really fun twist to not have us know who our chat was um, but kind of ha- but then you'd have a lot of stuff with Vi and I kind of think yeah okay it wouldn't work um, and the fact that she does know uh, leads to some interesting um, parts to the story, uh, such as her having um, nightmares about Cardinal, um, which I thought were, you know, those kind of things happening whilst he's just across a courtyard, essentially, was pretty, um, you know, pretty interesting. Um, The, like, kind of getting to know the locals of uh, Black Spire Outpost as well was pretty cool. Learn, meeting Savvy um, and uh, Doc Ondar were, you know, pretty um, interesting characters. Uh, and then you've got um, Ogre from Ogre's Cantina. That was... Um, she's an interesting character as old Ogre. Uh, <laughs> kind of this crime lord on Batu who whose only allegiance is to the Black Spire outpost and who um, basically is like um, she'll play any side in every side just to make sure that life in Black Spire you know, runs smoothly, and you know she sets a lot of stuff up that allows Vi to kind of proceed. I mean, okay, uh, Ogre's people stole all of Vi's stuff after she crash lands on the planet due to um, being shot down. Um, le- you know, you know she manages to get all most of her stuff back through pulling a job for Ogre, but through pulling the job for Ogre, she manages to find somewhere for her little resistance cell to live, which is pretty, you know, it's it's kind of as if Ogre is not exactly working with the resistance, but tolerating the resistance and aiding them in a backwards kind of way. and you've got like okay this is this is so 
it's kind of like me talking about uh, how like, the introduction to uh, Black Spot. Also, this is what made it a slow, re- slow burn for me. Um, now, I'll say this about Delilah Dawson's previous book, Phasma, as well. Um, I found that both of them, like the first third to a half, were pretty slow. But by the, but like once you get past, once you hit like the halfway point, like the book is amazing. And not to say that the third, that kind of slow part is um, isn't amazing. It's it's just an incredible amount of world building. It felt like. Um, and I think I kind of got through Phasma a bit quicker than I did with Black Spire. Uh, and I, I think I know the reason why. Black Spire, like the first third whilst you're learning about Batu, whilst you're um, kind of meeting everyone, seeing the sights and everything, it is essentially like a an advertisement for <laughs> um, Galaxy's Edge in a book. Um, which I found kind of it was it pulled me out of it a little bit um, it didn't exactly work for me because I knew that's what it was the same with the epilogue the epilogue is essentially a um, it's just a an advert for setting up uh, Rise, of Resist- Rise of the Resistance ride it you know, it kind of felt a little bit forced in a way, which I mean, okay, you're writing a book about Black Spire Outpost, it's you're gonna be throwing in stuff that is in the um the resort, but at the same time it it really did feel like you know, all they needed was a giant billboard and there'd have been more <laughs> you know, it would have been easier to kind of deal with, I think. Um, but apart from that, you know, once you get past that part of it, it just flows so well. Uh, I mean, I found myself, I did find myself interested by what I was reading to in, the, in, in that first kind of part, but at the same time, I was just like, I really... Um, really needed it to kind of ease up a little bit if you sorry if you know what I mean so yeah once we get past the advertisement um it the 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 book really flows the story really flows um you know getting to know the locals I mean like okay it's great to get to know Savvy in a way because Savvy's a really interesting character um but I don't think we actually meet Savvy in uh, in the in the resort, do we? I know that we go to his workshop to get your lightsabers and everything. Um, and I really like how like the like they are looking. You know, they find scrap and stuff to sell, but you know, finding like these force artifacts, I found really interesting. Um, that that was like something that they do. Um, so it just kind of like, that was a nice tie. That for me felt like a tie. It's when you get to, it's like, and we had Ranto wraps and we have this and we have this and we have that. Like talking about the food, it just felt a little, like I said, it felt a little forced. Um, but no, like, Savvy's workshop was really interesting. Doc Andar's 
Den of Antiquities was interesting as well. You know, these... I mean, like, without, like... Okay, so she has to go to Doc Ondars and picks up a helmet, which um, is an UB's helmet, which was the same kind of helmet that Leia wears in Return of the Jedi as Bausch. Um, so it's like, okay, nice little nod there. Cool, pretty cool, pretty fun. Um, but the story really is about the building of this resistance cell. And as soon as, you, as soon as she starts recruiting people... So her first recruit is Dolan, who is this... Uh, he's like kind of like this rural um, farm boy. Hey, Anthony. Um, who, you know, lives in this little village out in the forest that they kind of shun the majority of technology. Uh, they have like these wheeled bikes called crank bikes, which are, you know, pretty cool. Kind of a... It feels like a setup for the... Um, tread speeders but I kind of like the idea of these crank bikes um, and you know he he sees you know he witnesses Vi being attacked by stormtroopers and um, and a first order officer called Kath who is the primary antagonist of the book um, and You know, kind of having him kind of join up with um, Vi and Archex was pretty cool. You know, because like these these guys, you know, they they know their way around technology. They know their way around a blaster and a speeder and all this stuff. And Dolan doesn't. But you know, he's he becomes essentially the heart of the group, um, which I think was really really nice. Um, of course, you've got the sassy droid called Pook, um, who basically is a resistance droid that kind of works with them to develop the base, he's there for med, he's like a med, he's got like a, a med droid background as well, so he's keeping um, Archex up to scratch, because he's, you know, basically, he, he's messed up, he's been messed up by Phasma in Phasma, and you know, he'll never be 100%, so Pook is there to administer what he needs as well. Um, the, the second recruit is a Chadra fan called Kariki, who is probably the sweetest thing on the planet. Um, probably quite honestly, the whole planet of Batu, she's probably the sweetest thing. Uh, who She lost a sister during the um, Starkiller base incident. Um, and you know she wants to fight the first order, but you know she she gets found like Vi finds her in a um, in a tech shop, and basically she's being abused by her boss. And Vi is like, look, I can't pay you, can't do this, can't do that, but I can offer you somewhere to stay and I can offer you food. She's like, yep, I'll take it. <laughs> and our third recruit is a loudmouth drunkard called Zade who basically has the gift of the gab and can he's he's like the one who can get people riled up against the first order and they use that to their advantage and vice saves his life um and then our, our main antagonist of course is Kath who is um 
who grew up with Archex or Cardinal and basically has a score to settle with Vi because he saw Vi in ill-fitting armour taking uh, Cardinal on a gurney and didn't report her and now he's in trouble for that and it's like that seems like a really odd connection to make but he's a he's a first order tool we don't like him uh he's a very good villain uh for this book uh he's just a douche nugget as i will refer to him um and you know he beats he's he's form, he's a formidable foe and you know without you know, they, they, this little resistance cell has to kind of find a way of getting rid of the First Order on Batu, but making the First Order believe that it's of no, you know, that there's no importance around this planet for them. And so they go up with a plan and they execute the plan. And of course, there is no, it wouldn't be right if there wasn't someone to sacrifice themselves. Of course, it's Archex who goes out in a blaze of glory. And you know, life. The, the resistance team grows. They, you know, they manage to expand their operation, and that leads into rise of resistance. Um, now, I'll be honest. Like, yes, I enjoyed this book. I really enjoyed this book. Um, And, you know, it, it felt, once you got past the um, who's who and where's where and what to buy in, uh, in Black Spire, once you get past that and you get into the meat of the story, Vi working to, you know, once Vi ingratiates herself with, the, with Savvy's gatherers and basically starts trying to recruit people, once they have their new base... And everything that's when the story really starts and it just you know it, it you know at first you know it's like just kind of a sort of comfortable kind of niche that she's picked out for herself but then you get the first order arriving and you know suddenly like you you get worried for vi you you are scared that you know something bad's going to happen to her uh, and of course it does and you know she's it gets personal between her and Kath because Kath is like no I want her she's she's this spy she's a known spy I want to know what she's up to here and you know we need to stamp out any sort of resistance you know first order in the street beating on beating on the locals and other locals who are sympathetic to them are joining them and it's like, mm, not keen on these guys. Um, not keen on it from an in-world perspective as opposed to not keen on the story. Um, and we learn, you know, how the First Order arriving on Batu affects everyone. Not just, like, the people of the outpost, but Dolan's people as well. They get affected by it. And they are able to recruit and not quite a few more people kind of towards the end to help them fight 
Um, you know, Vi goes through guy. Vi goes through hell. She gets tortured by Calf, and then later on, she gets her backside handed to her by Calf as a distraction to allow Cricky uh, time to kind of enact their plan to send met send use the transport to send a message out, as, and then self destruct. So it's like okay, right, fair enough. Um, and you know she does it without batting an eyelid because you know her team needs her to help. Her team needs her help. Her team needs her to do this in order to succeed. And you know you get to see some great character development with Kariki. Kariki goes from being this really quiet. Uh, submissive character to you know she's again still quiet still very timid but you know she's the one who reprograms in a first order ship completely and utterly you know she she comes into her element once she's in the resistance because she's able to use her expertise with machines and, and stuff to really like help and that's what's important. Like she, she helps, and she does an amazing, amazing job. So in terms of the writing, like I really enjoy Delilah S. Dawson's style. I just think that first half was slow, but then again, it happened with Phasma as well. Um, I really struggled to get into Phasma, and then it kind of it was as if there was a switch that went off in my head or in the book and I just couldn't put it down and it was the same with Black Spire unfortunately over like the last few weeks like life has been getting in the way so it's taken me a while to finish Black Spire which has been which has bummed me out really because I have really really enjoyed it um I really you know I think she really put together a fantastic book and it really I mean Okay, my criticisms of the advertising aside, I thoroughly loved um, learning about Black Spire. Because it's all stuff that I really want to see in the future when I go one day to Galaxy's Edge. I mean, it's essentially like a tour guide book at the beginning. And, you know, I think had I had the opportunity to go but before you know or sooner rather than later with the um, you know with the knowledge of the book or if I'd read the book around the time of me visiting to I mean I haven't seen haven't been yet I really want to go hopefully in um, in August at celebration I might get a chance to pop over and see what the crack is and I'm look I hope to because you know at the end of the day I'm a Star Wars fan who wants to go to Galaxy's Edge. Name one Star Wars fan who really deep down doesn't want to go. <laughs> but yeah I think really realistically like if I'd have been able to kind of go and see kind of what the crack was and read the book around the similar time, I think maybe my opinion of that would be a bit different. Um, but, you know, we'll never know. But I also imagine that that would be my, my feelings about um, 
Zoraida Cordova's uh, A Crash of Fate, which is set in um, Batu as well. It's all set on Batu in Galaxy's Edge. Um, one thing that I really... There was one thing that I was kind of expecting um, and didn't get, which I was mildly disappointed by. Um, but I think that's more down to... Um, my expectations more than anything. I was expecting it to actually tie in as well to Rise of the Resistance. Um, like kind of have the Battle of Batu going on where we see uh, the finalizer get destroyed. Um, of course that doesn't happen in the book. Uh, I was kind of like, oh, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? And kind of getting toward to like the, the battle and I was like, oh, is this kind of like the pre... Is this kind of going on like when they're having the fight in the in the woods near the... Um, at the, at the first order dropship so I kind of built something up in my head and it didn't happen and I was kind of gutted um, but you know I did enjoy what we got in anyway oh, what else can we talk about about galaxies about uh, Black Spire um, I really I don't know if I've got much else I can really kind of dive into I don't really want to go any deeper I don't yeah I don't think I can really I mean other than I will say this it's a really good read you know any of the problems that that you know I had with the book are more down to like me they're more personal issues than they are issues with the book itself I found the open I found the introduction the first kind of half or third to be slow I you know I wasn't keen on some of the stuff that they were that was in the book um, that felt like um, essentially Star Wars Galaxy's Edge product placement. You know, those things were the things that personally bothered me. On um, you know, take that away, take away the um, take away the product placement because sometimes I do find books to be some books I've read. I mean, I've I don't want to brag. I've read a lot of books. You know, it's not uncommon for like a book or a group of books or whatever to have a slower start. I mean, look at um, Aftermath. I really struggled with the first Aftermath book. Like, I really, you know, it, it took about a good half of that for me to really get into it. Uh, and it quickly became, you know, once I was kind of past that first half, I was. it became very quickly one of my favourite Star Wars novels. Um, so... You know, a slower start isn't isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, so, you know, again, that's just my personal preference. Um, but I highly recommend this book. I can easily say it's a great read. Um, and the fact that it continues the story after Resistance Reborn. I mean, it doesn't really reference Resistance Reborn in any way, seeing as... Uh, this one came out before Rebecca Roanhorse's book, but um, person, you know, my personal feeling is it's a, it's a, I wouldn't say it's a must read. I think it's, uh, you know, it'll be on like Star Wars fan, book fans, you know, top ten lists for a while. Um, it does a nice job of kind of telling a story about the resistance between uh, eight and nine uh, without her being a heavily you know without 
heavily leaning on either of those films or either film leaning on it. Um, so it's a it's a great it's a great book. Definitely read it. But I, the one the one must uh, I will say is you need to read Phasma before you read this because it is essentially a direct sequel. So you do need to have the that backstory kind of filled in. They go the. There, there is enough backstory given for you to kind of do it without Phasma, but I would definitely recommend Phasma because if I hadn't read Phasma, I wouldn't have had so much information on the nuances of the relationship between the two leads. Um, but yeah, it's a good book, great book, definitely worth a read. Um, so yeah, go go check it out if you haven't already. Um, so that's it for this episode, I'm afraid. Uh, no... Uh, no life debt banter um so um yeah let's just uh we'll put a put a put a pin in it here and then um be back next week so uh punch it chewy and before we go remember you can follow the blog and podcast at mystarwarslifedebt.wordpress.com you can follow the follow our shenanigans at uh, facebook.com forward slash lifedebtblogpod you can also follow me on twitter at bloodyorm b-l-o-o-d-y-o-r-m-e you can also find us on tumblr mystarwaslifedebt.tumblr.com and if you would like to contribute to the upkeep of the blog and podcast you can visit patreon.com forward slash mystarwaslifedebt uh, there are two tiers for you to choose from and all contributions are greatly appreciated and if you would like to hear yourself or your words read out on the podcast then please uh, email me at lifedebtpodcast.outlook.com and if you could take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show that would also be greatly appreciated because all ratings and reviews greatly help uh, get the word out there about the podcast and the blog um so yeah that's it for this week and punch it chewy and one last thing before we go i would like to thank our patreon members at the journey to life debt celebration tier so thank you very much to uh patreon becky and anthony for their contributions to this tier and uh, may the force be with you both